Welcome to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. This is a podcast where we learn intentional ways how to become an emotionally healthy mom and break destructive patterns so we can build a closer relationship with our children. My goal here is to educate you on how you can leave an emotionally healthy legacy with your children. Hello, hello. Welcome back, mamas. Today we'll be talking about the difference between what things we are responsible for and what things God is responsible for. And I feel like there's a lot of confusion. Many times we put too much ownership on God and not enough ownership on ourselves and things we are responsible for in our own lives. All right. So the first thing I want to start out with is there's a difference between being in control and controlling. We talked over about that in a different podcast in relating to parenting and motherhood and how to stay in control instead of being controlling. I want to touch that on the topic of God. So God is sovereign, which means he is in control over everything. But God is not controlling us. He's not controlling our daily choices and our decisions. We have control over our own lives in the sense of we have control what time we wake up, what time we go to bed, what kind of food we eat, how we react, how we respond, how we talk to others, how we treat our kids. I mean, there's a billion things that we have control over ourselves and God is not controlling us. What he does is he provides consequences, though, for negative choices and negative behaviors. So if we choose to eat junk food and unhealthy food on a regular basis, the consequences is it's going to affect your health. And that's just a consequence of our choices. So there are many things in our lives. If we choose to surround ourselves with negative people, the consequences, it's going to affect our mental health. If we choose to yell at our kids and say hurtful things, the consequences, it's going to hurt the relationship between us and our kids. So there's many things in our lives that consequences happen based on our choices. There are things that consequences that God provides, you know, like he talks about, he has like laws that we should follow, you know, the Ten Commandments, and there's consequences if we don't. The reason he has those laws is so we, those laws benefit our relationships with other people and with God. If we prioritize God and treat others as we want to treat ourselves, we will have better relationships with other people. That's the positive consequence. If we lie, if we murder somebody, there are negative consequences and we just, you know, we have to face them. So God allows us to make our own choices and our own decisions and then we either have positive consequences or negative consequences. But what I want to touch on today is that there are things that I think many of us often we pray about which is great. We should. We need our we need God, we need his support, we need his um power, encouragement, we need his help. But we give up too much ownership to God and we don't take a look at ourselves and what we need to work on to change things to get a different outcome. Let's look at motherhood. You know, 
how often do we're like, okay, God, help me be more patient. Um, help me not yell at my kids. Help me have a better relationship with my kids. Well, those things are great. And we do need God to help us with those things. But what are you doing to support yourself in that? Are you still staying in the same cycle you have been? Are you still making the same choices you have been for years or months and months? And then wondering, well, why do I have so much tension between my kids? Well, how about you look at how you talk to your kids? You know, there are things that God has control over and there are things that I have control over. The things I have control over, let's say when it comes to motherhood, how I talk to my kids and what I say. That's not God's responsibility. That's my responsibility. How I react or how I respond, that's not on God. That's on me. That's something I need to learn how to do better if I'm struggling in that area. Um, taking care of yourself and making space for yourself to refill your own cup, to sit down and read the Bible and pray. Yes, we can pray for God to give us um, give us desire for that, but he's not going to just do that and take care and like solve that problem. You have to take ownership of that and create time for that. Like reading the scripture or, you know, you have ownership and responsibility on what kind of things you watch and how much time you spend on your phone. That is something you need to own. That's not something you put responsibility on God to just fix. That is in your control and those are things that you need to own. Things that are like in God's control, for example, when it comes to our kids, the internal work that happens in our child's heart, that is something that God has responsibility for. That is something you can pray for, for their relationship with God. You can't force things on your kids, but you can model and instill these things in them. You can show them how, you can teach them how, but it's up to God to do the internal work in their heart. Things that happen at school with your kids, things they're exposed to, that is out of your control. We can pray about it for God to protect their minds and their hearts, but it's out of our control. It's in God's control what happens to our children and what they're exposed to. Spiritual growth, even within yourself, our job is to be in the word and pray and have community, be involved in community. It's but the responsibility of the spiritual growth, like for our heart to be opened up to certain things, for us to have a closer relationship with God, like it's mutual. It's not just you and it's not just God. You both need to put effort into it. And God will do his part because he says he will. There's a verse in James 4, 8 that I really like. And it talks about... It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. What does that mean? That means you have ownership and responsibility to make that first step. You can't just sit on your butt and be like, oh, I don't have any desire to read the Bible. That's just like, oh, I wish I just had like this passion for the Lord and just the desire. Well, what are you doing to help yourself with that if you surround yourself with you know you know listening to the bible reading the word community you know small group going to church god will do his part he's gonna draw near to you because he said he will 
And you, but there's part of responsibility that is on you, the actual daily practical thing that is on you. Uh, but my biggest thing that I want to touch on is in parenting. That's my biggest thing. I feel like many of us often pray that God will just fix something in our kids and we just, or like, God, help me have a better relationship with my kids. That's great. Yes, God can help you with that. But what are you doing? Are you still talking to your kids in a mean, rude voice? Are you still being disrespectful to your kids? Are you still trying to control them and then expecting them to just, you know, follow every single word that you say? Are you helping your kids or are you forcing your kids to obey? Because if you're forcing, you're going to have tension and resistance. If you're helping, there's a lot more cooperation that's going to happen there. So there are things we need to look at our lives to think and analyze, okay, what am I doing that I just give up too much ownership and responsibility on God because I don't want to take responsibility on myself? Because if I do, then I have to look at myself. Okay, what am I doing something wrong? Many times we don't want to do that. Why? Because that means we have to do something different. That means we have to do some internal work. And internal work is hard. Internal work is so uncomfortable. That means we need to recognize and own things that we have been doing maybe wrong for the last who knows how many years. Or they're just hurtful. They're not helpful. And that means we have to change those things. And it's hard. It's so much work. And many of us don't want to take that responsibility. Sometimes we were like, oh, well, I'll just pray about it. God will solve it. You know, think about uh, women who are in destructive and toxic relationships with other men, many times even a spouse. I know this might be a little sensitive topic, but he's treating her like a rag. He is using her. He is being so disrespectful. And many times she she just swallows that and she's like, well, it's it's my duty to just like, you know, deal with it. God's going to bless me. Well, let's think about it. There are things that you have control over and you can set boundaries over and say, I cannot tolerate that. I won't tolerate that anymore. That is not okay. If you're going to scream and yell and say hurtful things, I'm going to leave the house and come back later. That is not okay. Your behavior is unacceptable. It's hurtful. That's taking ownership of your life. That's doing something different. One of my favorite phrases that I've come across in the last few years is nothing's going to change if nothing changes. If we want change in our lives, if we want positive things to happen in our lives, we have to take ownership and do something different. If you feel like your mornings are super chaotic and crazy and overwhelming and just insane and they cause so much stress for you, okay, well, let's look at your life. Maybe we need to do something different, more than likely than not. You know, maybe you need to go to bed earlier so you can get up before your kids and you can create more of a calmer, peaceful environment. 
If you want to be a more patient parent, okay, let's figure out what's your biggest struggle? What's going on? Why are you so snappy? Are you just running an empty all day because you didn't have any space or time for yourself for yourself to refill your cup? There are things that we need to look and analyze and see what we need to change in our lives and what we have ownership. God's not going to do that for you. You need to do that and take ownership for that. And blaming it and shifting it all on God seems a little bit easier because you're like, oh, well, if it's not working out, then it's like God didn't answer my prayer. Well, what did you do? What ownership did you have over the situation? Did you do something different or not? So there's a Bible verse in Timothy, 1 Timothy 4.16. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so you will save both yourself and your hearers. And if you speak Russian, I'm just going to quickly say it in Russian. Вникай в себя и в учение, занимайся им постоянно, ибо когда поступаешь так, ты спасешь себя и слушаешь их тебя. So the verse here what it talks about is that you need to look in yourself. Yes, many times we look into scripture and we should, definitely. I don't want to minimize that. We need to look into scripture and our relationship with God. But we also need to look into ourselves and the choices we're making and the decisions we're making that are hurtful and not helpful, that are destructive. I, a few years ago, when I was going through a really rough season in my life, I went to therapy and I I realized that there were lots of behaviors that I was doing in my marriage that were hurtful. There were things that I was doing like manipulation that was destructive for the relationship. There were certain things that I would say that were not helpful and were actually pulling us apart from each other instead of drawing us closer together. Now, I can't control other people or my spouse or my kids, but I can influence them. That's the thing. You can't control those people, but you can influence them by the choices and the behaviors you make and the words that you say that you have ownership over. God doesn't have ownership over the words that you're saying. You can ask him for help. You can pray. You can... But when it actually comes to the situation, it is on you, how you respond, what you say, how you say it, and how that impacts the relationships. There's a lot of ownership that you have. So today's episode is not long. I, my goal here is for you to see the difference that there are a lot of things in our lives that we do have ownership over and if we just shift too much responsibility on us because we don't want to have responsibility and take ownership of it because then it's easier we say oh well I prayed about it and it didn't work out the way I want it to be you know or God didn't answer my prayer I'm still like super impatient all the time I snap at my kids okay that's just shifting responsibility on God let's figure out the deeper issue what are you doing that feeds that? And what do you need to do differently to help yourself not to be that way? And then ask God and others to support you and come alongside you. But you take ownership of that because it's your life. It's your choices. It's your decisions. 
All right, ladies, I don't want to make this episode to make you feel worse about some of the choices and decisions you make, but what I want you to realize is that you have a lot of ownership over your life. We all do, and there are many choices that we can make differently. And if we see that there's something in our life that is not working, let's figure out the deeper issue. Sometimes that means you need to go see a mentor. Sometimes that means you need to go see a coach. Sometimes that means you need to go see a counselor or a therapist to figure out the deeper issue, why you're so impatient, why you're snappy all the time why you're reacting in a certain way, and how you can do something differently. Sometimes we need outside help because when we are in the midst of it ourselves, it just gets very emotionally charged and sometimes very, very challenging to see other perspectives and other um, mindsets around it because we're just so stuck in where we are. My suggestion for you is... If you need help, please reach out for help. It's not a weakness, it's a strength. And when you're going to be feeling better, when you are more calm, when you are more patient, that energy transfers to the rest of the family members. You have so much impact, you have so much power. And if you're really, really struggling, it's okay that you are, but you have a choice to either stay there or to do something different. And whatever you've been doing so far isn't working. You need to do something different. Remember the phrase, nothing's going to change if nothing changes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so glad you got to listen to this podcast. I would love to invite you to go in the show notes below and click on the link and it will lead you to sign up for a five-day mini course. It will take about 10 minutes a day to go through, but it gives you skills that you can use in the moment when you're feeling so overwhelmed and frustrated. They are practical skills that you can teach yourself so you calm your nervous system down because when your nervous system is calmed down, you're able to respond instead of react to your children and that will affect your relationship with your children in a positive way instead of a negative way. If you have any questions, you can email me. My email is hello at emotionallyhealthylegacy.com or you can also follow me on Instagram, emotionallyhealthylegacy, and you can direct message me there if you have any questions about anything I've talked about today. I'll see you next time.